Welcome back to another exciting edition of Ringside Ramblings. I'm your host, Sam Kill, the Wrestling Connoisseur. And uh, I don't know, I'll touch on a couple things today. It's Friday. So, a uh, little TGIF going over my neck of woods. It's sunny out, sunny Hawaiian morning. Uh, the lava's flowing, the sun's shining. And apparently, if you were to believe... Twitter, William Regal is going back to WWE. <laughs> um, this all stems from Metz Meltzer. Um, his statement that William Regal's contract is up soon and that he's going to go back to WWE because Triple H and him and Triple H are good friends and blah, 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 blah. Let me just... Uh, I just want to clarify some things here. And everybody, Twitter's going nuts over this stuff. Everybody's going nuts. The whole big speculation is William Regal's leaving because MJF turned on Regal on Dynamite. And essentially, everybody's perspective is that William Regal has been written off of television. Let's just let's just examine the TV aspect. Regal turns on the Blackpool Combat Club. MJF turns on Regal. Danielson, who saved him last week from Moxley, now comes out and is is looking after Regal after MJF turns on him. Uh, we know the background between Danielson and Regal. We know that when you know, Regal come in to AEW is because Danielson is there. And storyline wise, Moxley and the whole beginning of the Blackpool Combat Club. What's happened here is MJF has tore out the heart of the combat club, which is William Regal. That's the, that's the sole connection to everything. If we look at it, Moxley, he's, he's like pissed off. And then you have Danielson protecting Regal. You have uh, Claudio who story-wise looks like he's going to be joining the Jericho Appreciation Society. And then Wheeler Yuta who's kind of in limbo. What is going to happen here, story-wise? Is Regal really written off of TV? Now, if I'm just looking at AEW story-wise, I can't really say that Regal is written off of TV. You know, obviously there there's something there with Danielson coming out. Now, some people say, "Oh, all we're going to get an MJF Danielson feud," and I think that's that could be likely. What will that mean for Regal? You know, is he going to be in Danielson's corner? Um, is this another just big ploy? 
by MJF and Regal, um, you know, to, to trick things up. We don't really know. And that's one of the beautiful things about AEW. They always kind of like pull something out. So TV wise, story wise, I don't know if he's really been written off per se. And if we can use that speculation to say that he's done with AEW and he's leaving or whatever. Now, the Meltzer stuff. Meltzer says he's done. His contract's up soon. And um, then she goes back and and backtracks on that. And says, well, no, he has a three-year contract with AEW. But it's too late. Everybody's running with this now. And I mean, this is the kind of shit that Meltzer and people like that do. You know, they want to fan the rumor mill. They want the clickbait. And then everybody else is going to run with it. Which they are. Everybody's running with it. And you're going to see all these headlines on the dirt sheets. Uh, update on William Regal's status. Uh, Regal back to WWE. You know, all these clickbait headlines, which is bullshit. Um, might as well just save your time and effort because there's no news on this. Because, in my opinion, there is no news on this. Nobody's really going to be able to say anything until... Uh, we see Regal on AEW again, or we see him show up in WWE. That's pretty much the the base of it. Um, so, is he going to go back to WWE? I I don't know. I'm I mean honestly, like obviously, if you're Triple H, you want people in position for your product that you trust and you know and that does a good job so does William Regal or does Triple H want William Regal back I'm sure he does at the same time William Regal's under contract okay I'm sure he wants Samoa Joe back but we have to look at this for what it is and I, I hate the speculation aspect of it when, when it comes to people jumping ship and everybody really just gets bent out of shape on these things. Uh, I mean, we can look back at the, at the uh, Malachi Black, Alistair Black aspect and everybody just going nuts. He's going back to WWE. He's going back to WWE. He's going back to WWE. And Alistair actually, or Malachi, actually coming out and having to address it several times, saying, hey, you know, I'm taking time off. Don't make this a tribal issue. And then again, coming back and saying, hey, look, you know, I've, I've already said this once, but I'm not leaving AEW. I will be back on television soon. Uh, I just need a break. You know, for his mental capacity, uh, which nobody was helping in the fact with all the rumors and gossip and shit. Um, and what do we have? 
Malachi Black is back on AEW television. Even though a lot of people were absolutely positive he was going to WWE. Um, Again, contracts, how that stuff works. Most of the people on Twitter have no idea. Um, And I I think Andrade is the same way. It's the same issue. Everybody's making a lot of assumptions, the dirt sheets, throwing out a lot of things just for clickbait. Um, And in actuality, we don't know that Andrade was necessarily suspended or not. Nothing factual has really come out about that. It's all speculation from the Sammy Guevara incident. Um, And the reality of it is that Andrade has been injured and has been out with injury and had surgery while he's been out and is going to be out for a while longer. But everybody is going to sit back and claim he's going to WWE. That's going to be all the WWE fanboys. That are going to, they're going to say that. And then all the AEW fanboys are whining. Andrade isn't getting used. It's because he's, he's injured. Miro isn't getting used. He was injured. He was filming stuff. You know, he's doing all these other things. I, personally, I, I'm, I'm almost done with Twitter because all these crazy-ass fans keep... I mean, you guys sound like, like bitter drones out there constantly with, uh, you know, they're not using this guy. This guy's getting buried. This guy's going back to WWE. It, it's it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. You know, is William Regal going back to WWE? Who knows? I mean, William Regal, who has suffered a billion concussions in his career, who's had two brain bleeds, I think it was in 2018 or something like that. Um, who, you know, he's getting older. I don't know. I mean, is this is this guy looking to go back to WWE? Does that sound like somebody who's wanting to go back to WWE? I don't know. I don't think he was even looking to go to AEW when he got fired by WWE. So I think William Regal may be in a completely different mindset than what everybody else has in mind for him. You know, this guy, not every wrestler is Ric Flair and wants to die in the ring. Okay, I I think some of these guys have, they've had their career, they're satisfied with their career. Um, They've had an after career behind the scenes. They're satisfied with that. And I think some of these guys are just looking to ride off into the sunset. And that is absolutely okay. If William Regal is is done with AEW in that regard, that's absolutely okay. He can just be behind the scenes. He can just train, you know, help train guys. He can just be in an advisory role or whatever. 
and that's perfectly fine. And I think everybody needs to just calm down with these things. It's the one thing I miss about wrestling before the internet was just wild is that wrestlers would just show up and disappear from time to time. And it was great. It was like, oh crap, I haven't seen Barry Windham in months. And now he's on WWE as the Widowmaker or whatever. And then he was gone in a flash. And he's back in WCW. And those were great times. We don't get that now. Now if you miss uh, miss one one show, you're speculated that you're signing a new contract somewhere else uh, when you just signed a contract. And that's just not how contracts work. I've seen some people say, well, maybe he has an out in his contract that if Triple H came into power, that he could leave and go back to WWE. I, I want people to really think about what is being said with that. I mean, that's, that's, these guys aren't working at Walmart. This isn't McDonald's. It's not, it's not how it works with the contracts. Like you can't just, anybody would be stupid to hire somebody under a contract like that. Number one, Tony Khan did not need to hire William Regal at all. Like, he didn't need to hire him. So I can't imagine he would actually have a contract drawn up saying, yeah, we'll hire you, but if if Triple H comes into power for whatever reason, then I, I need an out. There is no possible, I mean... Nobody considered Vince was going to step down. And the entire aspect of, well, people had an idea, I don't buy it. Why? Because Vince didn't buy it. He didn't think this was even going to be an issue. Because he's Vince McMahon. He gets by with this shit. He's gotten by with this shit for decades. So why would it change now? So yeah, as far as the the whole Triple H power play, nobody expected this. I don't think anybody's going to AEW with a claw, out clause saying that if Triple H came into power, then they they're getting out of their contract. So that I think can go right out the window. This is borderline conspiracy theory bullshit. I don't have time for conspiracy theories. So I think that mentality, if you're going down that path, you might as well consider that Gangrel might be a lizard person from the Andromeda galaxy as well. Just saying, it's bullshit. You might want to believe that there were two ultimate warriors. Um, so-and-so has been replaced, uh, other crap, I don't know, but I think that's bullshit, I don't believe it for a second that there's an out clause because Triple H got back into power, so that's my, uh, perspective on William Regal's contract with AEW, is he going back to WWE, I don't expect he is, 
if if he is under a three-year deal with AEW, which seems to be standard, then I don't see him just going back to WWE. And I don't see Tony Khan letting Regal out of a contract to go back to WWE. You know, with Cody, it was a little bit different. Cody's contract was up. And Tony Khan could have kept him on for another year, but decided let him go chase his dreams. But that was before things with WWE was getting <clears throat> nasty behind the scenes with Tony Khan and stuff. So I don't expect Tony Khan just to let somebody go to WWE out of kindness. I mean, he could, but I don't expect it's going to happen. Uh, other news, talking of NXT, uh, Nikita Lyons, I believe is her name. I don't keep up with NXT, but I saw the the botch, if you want to call it that. Um, I don't know what you would call it. It was some people say she was trying to sell the knee. Um, it was really bad if that's the case, because I've never seen anybody spin in the air trying to sell a knee um, in that manner. Um, I guess she was trying to do her finisher. Um, Typically, somebody would collapse. Even if they're spinning. You know, they would spin and collapse. Uh, That's not what happened here. I don't know what that was. It was like a... A flying spin-a-rooney or something. I don't know. Uh, It was comical. In my opinion. And it's... uh, it's one of those things when you start pointing out botches in one company, but then you you don't want to act like your favorite company botches. Everybody botches. I think the uh, I don't know if I'd call this a botch. It was just it was I don't know. I know what you would call it, but um, everybody botches. It's going to happen, and. I don't know. I mean, if I'm looking at this and I'm looking at her, uh, I know like a lot of people are, are wanting her to call it up to the main roster, and I guess it's been discussed. If I see that, I'm not wanting you come up to my main roster because you don't know how to sell a hurt knee for your finisher, uh, which is some sort of kick. Then I think maybe you need more training. Um, so there it is. A lot of people I see defending it. A lot of people laughing about it. I, I, it was funny. You know, it was a mistake. It was funny. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It was, looks bad. Um, I think it's John Cena's fault. All right, what else has been going on? We got the return of Hangman Page. Uh, happy to see that. You know, going right back to the feud with John Moxley. So I'm I'm glad that we're seeing that story continue, uh, despite Championship not being involved now, um, and letting it play out. Because I think this feud could be really good, especially in the long run for AEW. I know I've been waiting for this feud. I think a couple other people have been waiting for this feud. Uh, 
and it, it should be good. I think the downside is it draws Regal out of the William or draws Moxley out of the William Regal betrayal. Again, that factors into the everything before that we were talking about. Um, and where does that come into play? I don't know. But Moxley Hangman feud should be good. You know, hopefully, hopefully Hangman's good. Um, glad he's cleared and ready to return and get those things going. And I gotta tell you, I'm I'm a little concerned about Adam Cole. We haven't gotten a lot of news from that aspect. How his concussions were. Apparently, his concussion was really bad. Um, but I don't I don't know. I don't know how bad. I don't know if he's ready to come back, but he's not cleared, or if he's cleared, but there's no storyline per se yet. Like, where's the proper place to bring him back in? I'm hoping they bring him back as a big baby face. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I feel really sad in some ways if CM Punk is gone, which... Who knows what's happening with that? Uh, because that was one of the, Adam Cole's big things. You know, he was a big CM Punk fan. He was looking forward to working with Punk, obviously. And um, I feel bad for Adam Cole if he doesn't get to work with CM Punk. You know, since that was one of his big bucket list things. Uh, you know, I I want him to have that opportunity. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. You know, there's there's a lot of things up in the air right now with AEW. A lot of people are saying AEW is losing momentum going in into the new year. I don't really see it, you know. I mean, to me, it's like they got a lot of momentum going. I guess if you don't watch the shows, you don't see the momentum. Um, just like I'm not going to see anything from WWE that's not... Bloodline Sami Zayn. I couldn't tell you any other story going on. Um, I think Miz and uh, Spooky Boy, uh, what's his name? I think that storyline's still going on. I don't know what the payoff there is going to be. Um, and and the Bloodline with Sami Zayn. Now you got Kevin Owens in the mix. I don't know what other storylines there are really. So maybe Brock and Bobby. I don't know anything else WWE-wise that's, that's really been in the headlines. Uh, AEW, like, I guess some of that stuff is in the headlines either, maybe. I don't know, but I enjoy their weekly show. I've caught a couple darks and elevations. It's good stuff, too. Um, so, yeah, momentum-wise for AEW, I don't know. I think they're doing pretty good. They know their audience, and uh, they give their audience, for the most part, what they want. I don't know if I could say the same thing for WWE. I never felt with WWE that I got what I wanted. And this even goes way back, you know, years ago. Um, you know, with Daniel Bryan, when they were really first pushing Roman so super hard. And the fans wanted Daniel Bryan as the guy. And WWE just never wanted to give it to him. 
So I think with with AEW, I think we get that somewhat, you know. Um, but the fans can be, you know, speaking of Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, the fans can be fickle. And and I see it a lot, even especially now with the AEW crowd, um, has grown to a capacity where you do have fans that aren't happy with the product. Um, I don't know if I'd say they're not happy with the product. They're not happy that their favorites aren't used. You know, I mean, we see it a lot with the Miro Andrade crowd and Malachi Black crowd. Those are the three big names that are always tossed up. Like, Malachi Black could be on, on the show every week and people would still complain because he's not the champion. Um, and, you know, I think they would complain if he was the champion. They would say, well, why hasn't he got a match every week? Why, why this? Why that? I mean, even when Miro was champion and he was featured, people would complain. Miro's not getting... Miro should be world champion. And why are we getting this? And what are you doing? Come on, guys. Like, I, I could tell you, like, even back in the day, let's look at WCW. And I put the programming on. And my favorite was Arn Anderson. Was Arn used every week? No. He wasn't in the ring every week. Maybe every other week he had a match. Maybe he'd only come out with the horsemen every now and then. Maybe he just had a, a small thing. He was one of the major guys in the company now. You really think about it. Tag champ, TV champ, you know, horseman. He was in the spotlight quite a bit. He wasn't used every week. You know what I'm saying? So, like... I think you, you you really have to put things in perspective. Not everybody's going to be used every week like you like. You know, you may get bits and pieces. And that's just how it is. Like, even with writing, you know, I bring it all back to writing. Like, I may do a chapter and not have a character in that chapter. And that may not it may not be my main character, but it may be somebody's favorite. And sometimes you just gotta tell the parts of the story that doesn't have everybody's favorite character in it. It's just how it is. There are other cogs in the machine. We don't always get Hangman Page every week in AEW. Even before he was out with concussion. But when that music hits, everybody gets excited. Because here he comes. I think with Miro especially, like you've you've built this guy up. I don't think anybody is as built in AEW as Miro. And that's because he's kind of protected. You know, he... He's his winning streak versus losing streak has been very protected. Like he's lost how to how many people? Not that many. 
you know, like he lost the TNT title. Um, I think he lost to Danielson. And I'm not sure if there's anybody else. Like, it's very few people Miro's lost to. Whereas, if Miro's on TV every week, you're you're going to just have to feed him jobbers to keep that up. So, I think Miro's built up very strong. Um, and, I mean, I could find a way to keep him on TV every week. But, again, you got to build up the rest of the card, too. So, you know, I think the same way with Malachi Black. You can't have him on every show just doing all these big things. You know what I'm saying? So, until then, I think that's going to that's gonna do it for us this week. We tentatively look forward to big returns finding out more information on this William Regal thing among other news bits and um, yeah until next time this has been Rickside Ramblings and I'm your host Sam Kiel the Wrestling Connoisseur have a good one